Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Upvote and comment on the video itself. We'd appreciate it very much. Also, join our subtext community where you can interact with the show directly. We're here with Bill Flowers. We're continuing our look around our contributors for their perspectives on the Grove Bowls and perhaps some stuff that we may not have paid attention to. How you doing, Bill? Doing great. Thanks, Stephen, for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. You know, watching the Grove Bowl for you, what were what the overarching impressions that you got from this game? So the thing that I took away first and foremost was that uh, the quarterback situation looks to be in good shape. Uh, you saw Jackson Dart make some improvement. You could see that, trying to get the ball out of his hand a little bit quicker. But when you look at the other two quarterbacks and you look at it and go, okay, was there any drop-off? No, there wasn't. That's great for Ole Miss. It's not great for Jackson Dart because you have these two quarterbacks that have come in, new offense, and look, to you can plug and play right now. And they've only been in the offense for a month, two months. Um, and Dart is a great athlete, but so are these guys. So for me, the overall impression was this might not be Dart's team uh, come 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 fall uh defensively i liked seeing the uh the new defensive scheme the 425 uh i liked i think our uh uh just the the talent that you that we're going to get right now uh coming from a three-man front unless you have just three complete just manhandlers you can't run it so the 425 i was excited to see that you're not going to see much in springtime that's going to you know wow you from a from a scheme standpoint but to me, those were some things I was excited about. I think our personnel will will fit that better. Give us more of a uh, gives us more uh, uh, um, uh, slack, so to speak, from uh, the standpoint of just not having the personnel of, of trying to you know stick a, a square peg in a round hole like last year. Um, I, I, like I said, I know you were in school, but were you on did, were you on the travel squad that went to the Music City Bowl in two thousand? Yes, the coldest the coldest experience of my entire life, and that yeah. that that bowl game was uh, that bowl game practice was when we had that winter storm that came through. Uh, you it was uh, it was like a frozen tundra. We we literally could not wear spikes because you just slide. So yes, I I, I vividly remember that. Yeah, I, believe it or not, about fifty miles away from um, LP Field at that point, I actually got married that day. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm very keenly aware of what Middle Tennessee was like on that day. Now, Mike, the thing, the reason I bring that up is there was a touchdown pass from Walker Howard in this Grove Bowl to where he kind of floated out to the right, kind of threw the ball up and let a receiver run and scored a touchdown. And it was reminiscent of the introduction, really, of Eli Manning to and a pass to Jamie Armstrong as a part of yep. that introduction and it, to me it, it, it's weird that it just struck that chord but it, it really did yeah i mean spencer howard has i mean if you look at his stats walker howard okay so sorry walker howard <laughs> dart was 48 percent on his on his passing now he's been in this offense longer they gave him more more deep throws they gave him more of a you know down the field didn't complete a lot of them he was, he was 48%. So he, and then you look at Sanders, he was 50, I think he was uh, around 50% completion rate. And so he threw, so Dart was 18 for 37, Sanders was 19 for 27. 
Walker Howard, he was 11 for 13, 70%. Now, that right there is very impressive for me. You take a kid, you bring him into offense, and he's 70% of his completion rate. That means he's not, I mean, he was meticulous. He was very precise on where he's going to throw. You can definitely tell this kid's got all the tools and talent to be what you want him to be. So I was very impressed with him. And uh, I think that uh, his his ceiling is by far going to be the highest of all of them. Yeah, it, it, it has a chance. I heard things all spring about him. And then when I actually put eyes on him, it, it was quite special. The thing that surprised me in this Grove Bowl was how good that Spencer Sanders actually looked. And you can see that yeah. um, when they start playing real football, we're real tackling and all that, and he can use his athleticism, you, you can see how he might have a chance to make some noise come August and early September. So I, I, would, I, I would put, I would say 80%. I would go 80% that he's going to be the quarterback. Um, from a standpoint of me evaluating these guys, again, Jackson Dart didn't. I mean, he was 48%. He had more more down the field down the field throws. But the way that this system works, and the fact that you've got a kid like like uh, Howard that you can bring him in and plays really smooth, that's kind of a testament to what the offenses they they came out of high school with. So these kids now have so much experience in these offenses. Well, you look at you look at Spencer. I mean, this kid, the ability, his ability to to throw the ball, which he hasn't even been able to play during the spring hardly much at all because of his in, injury. You bring in a new a new offense, and the kid has three touchdowns in the air. I think he had one one on the ground. His ability to get the ball out of his hand, the, the ability to to see an open run, you could see his athleticism. Is by far, you know, superior to darts. Uh, I mean, it, it, not to say that darts not a great athlete, but this kid, there's a reason why he was the second all-time leading uh, quarterback at Oklahoma State. Um, he he's got the legs, got the wheels. Um, he checked down. He got the ball out of his hands when he needed to. Um, to me, he, he's going to be the guy that takes that takes the reins. When you look at it from a standpoint of Dart beginning the season, his deep balls, they said during during the Comcast was that he hit the sideline throws have done really well. It's more in the middle of the field. Well, we saw that he missed a, he missed a couple of them uh, down the field, and so you get a kid that's got horses behind him that. Kiffin's just not going to allow the season to get away from him like he did last year. He had nothing. He, he could not do anything about it. Now you've got Spencer Sanders who can really run. He can get, he can throw the ball. He can get out of his hands. I think you got Howard who's going to be the guy that's going to be the, guy, the heir apparent you know, down the line. He, he definitely will. I just think that either Dart's got to have an explosion of improvement in his accuracy down the field. Otherwise – you're going to see Sanders uh, run away with this. And with him putting the sunglasses on uh, on the sideline, to me that was him kind of saying, this is my team. Uh, I came in here for a reason. And you saw what he did um, with just the lack of experience with this offense, the lack of, of, uh, of just time being around. You saw he's essentially they just said, here, put a helmet on. 
You got a little bit, of, you know, give you two couple weeks. Let's see if you can win this game. Let's see if you can win the position. And I think I think he will. You know, you told me a couple weeks ago that you that you wanted to see three things from Jackson Dart. First of all, he needed to cut down on his turnovers, which he's done. I think he had one interception all during spring. The yep. second thing is to get the ball out of his hands, which he is doing a much better job of. The third thing was the use of all of the field, the middle of the field specifically. And yeah. that, that still is a little bit of a work in progress, don't you think? Yeah, well, I, again, it's kind of hard to to give you an answer on that because I don't know if that's the play calling or mm. if that's his lack of ability to hit the middle of the field. You saw, maybe I maybe I misunderstood, maybe I didn't see it correctly, but I thought the other guys were hitting the middle of the field better. Yeah, I thought were. Spencer hit the. They did so. Again, you know, you that's just another testament of bringing somebody in and being able to pick it up and knowing the middle of the field is my friend. So um, that is, I, I, I don't know if it's play calling or if it's his lack of ability to get the ball out in the middle of the field. Is, is, is it his, you know, his lack of confidence that he can get the ball over the middle of the field? I don't know. I did see I did see Sanders throw a, a number of uh, RPOs over the middle of the field. That's this offense. If you can't do that, you lose. You you don't play, and um, and so yeah. I mean, and Dart seems like one of those kids that seems like a great character kid and great athleticism. But when you play in the SEC, you're gonna have, especially with this transfer portal. I mean, you're just constantly gonna have kids that come in that are just ballers. Yeah, and, and one thing that nobody will talk about, and the reason we keep bringing that up, is Michael Trigg is effective if you use the middle of the field. He's not, he can't, he's not, can't just be a little arrow route or flare route or a little quick outs. You, you need him to run those drags. You need them to run those ends. And you need him to, defect, to affect the linebackers for him to be what you want him to be because that will also make Quinshawn better. And it's all working together in this offense. Now, before I let you go real quick, um, what was your opinion on Chris Marshall? You know, it was interesting. I mean, you could tell they were trying to get him going. Uh, they were doing everything they could to get him the ball. You know, uh, Kiffin kind of alluded to it that, you know, this 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 guy's got a lot of, uh, you know, he's got a lot, a lot of things to learn on how we do things our way uh, were, her, were, her, were his words. You know, he – the kid's got talent. And I mean, he's like 6'3", 205, can can just run down the field. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that you tell if he doesn't get if the ball's not in his hands, he's gonna get upset. And you could see Kiffin was trying to feed him the ball. Um, so I, I would have liked to have seen more connections, but I think this is what's I think this is the exciting thing, is that we know what Dart can do. Now we're going to see Sanders and Howard with a lot of this new talent that came in. The kid from from Louisiana uh, Tech. I mean, essentially to me, he's the guy that is is going to be the the key player from a receiver standpoint. I mean, he's a proven entity. He has shown that he can play. Did they did not they did they really did not include a lot of the guys. You know, they didn't have there wasn't really a receiver out there that just you know took the show over. 
and that's just because it's spring and you're not going to see a, a lot of that. Um, but I think the receiving core, uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see what these guys have. I mean, Marshall is definitely a guy that, that you kind of reminds me of, of like an AJ Brown, I mean, not AJ Brown, uh, AJ Green, tall, lanky, fast. Um, and, uh, it's going to see, you know, what, you know, how well he, he meshes it in with this and, and, and how well they can get that passing game going. You know, I was, I didn't see much of, uh, the new tight end, um, uh, from, uh, Prescorn from Memphis. I think he played, but they didn't really involve him. Again, they're not going to do anything that's going to show, Hey, this is how we're going to involve our, involve our tight ends this year. That's, that's going to come. Um, again, knowing that you've got proven entity and Sanders who knows how to use mill the field. That's where your tight ends are. You got two studs, you know, I, I, you see trig. He impressed me this spring because they involved him. Um, and I was excited to see that where you, what you didn't see was the involvement of the other tight end. And I think that's going to be an exciting aspect of this offense that, um, that Kiffin is going to be, uh, um, excited about. Absolutely. Um, so before I let you go, who were your players of the game in the Grow Bowl? I mean, I think Sanders for me was offensively, um, just that how well he ran the ball, how you know how well he threw the ball, uh, just with very limited amount of uh, um, uh, prep uh, for it. Um, and uh, I think uh, that's the guy that I was probably most impressed with uh, from an overall standpoint. Um, so that's who that's who I would give it to. Okay. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, we will continue to talk about the Grow Ball reaction with Derek Vandegriff and Tom Vanderford a little bit later on the week. Thank you very much, Bill Flowers, for coming by the show today, and we hope to have you back again, man. It's always a good time. Yes, sir. Always enjoy it. Thank you. Hotty toddy. Take care. Hotty toddy.